Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. A-League stuff is back. Adelaide United were on the road to Brisbane. Got a rather disappointing one-all draw in the end. We're going to cover that. Uh, Tommy's here to join me, but I believe first we've got some other big, uh, some big pressing issues to address first. Do you want to kick us off, man? Where to even begin with this? The... I guess the main context is, you know, you come out of a very successful Socceroos campaign. The entire football community is basically united behind a common goal. And that is, let's promote the A-League. Let's get people that don't usually go to the game into the stands. Let's fucking create something in the stands when we go. You know, the niche cultural hub that is Soccer Twitter and beyond. But... Somehow, we've reached the point where the fire Festival of Football continues to roll. I, of all the things to wake up to on Monday morning, the grand final being sold to the highest bidding state government was not the one. Yeah, I'm completely baffled. I can't believe the amount of just bullshit I've seen since as well, defending it from, what's his name, Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> they had that weird little Q&A posted on the A-League social media pages where he was addressing questions and concerns from people online. That's what a load of crap. Didn't address fuck off that. at all. And fuck yeah. off that wasn't scripted. Get, like, shut up. There's, it did bullshit. not take a... There's no way they took a single question from people. Um, One of our listeners, Daryl, has actually just messaged me just as we went on to record... Um, but he messaged yesterday as well when the announcement came out saying he's never seen something so universally hated in any sporting code ever. It's, bro, the, the the fucking fight back from the fans has been astronomical. And like I thought initially I saw, you know, the usual suspects getting out there with the hyperbole and stuff and saying, oh, like this is massive. The the response to this is like universally deplorable. Yep. And I guess we are all still united. <laughs> the I guess so. fans going into A-League fans, but for really the wrong reasons, really just depressing, upsetting reasons. Yeah. We've been be- we've been betrayed again. 100% we have. Um, so there was obviously like the initial announcement yesterday, which it always baffles me when they post these things online as like a, like, oh, hey guys, look at this. Look what we've done. We're so pleased to announce this with like absolutely... No clue at all, like no situational awareness or ability to read the room on how this might go down. Like, it's like they just got this idea in their heads and went, yeah, no, this is going to be great. And didn't think, hang on a minute, what's another perspective on this? Do you think anyone will not like this? Ah, who cares? It won't be that many. We'll get a split response. And then we had Townsend doing his Q&A thing where he actually mentioned where, oh, obviously there's going to be, there's going to be some people who are against it, you know, but obviously... You know, people from we've also had people from Sydney and other states that say they like the idea. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> you got your fucking head in the sand, mate. You got rocks in your head. You oh. haven't asked fans at all. It was apparently a twelve-month no. consultation process in which not a single no fan one knew about knew it. This, th- there was not even a rumor, not even a whisper that the nah. grand final was being sold to the highest. Like this shocked, I, and I think that is what instigated the reaction the most because nobody knew. Yeah. And then obviously there's been all this kind of hate online for it. And then on Adelaide United pages, especially, 
I'm guessing on others as well, but I only see the Adelaide stuff. Uh, people, lots of people commenting, just saying like, "When are you going to say something? When are you going to address this? Uh, can you please like, why are you still silent? Still to this minute, it's 11 p.m. South Australian time on Tuesday night. Still nothing from Adelaide United. Um, and an hour, just over an hour ago, we had the announcement from the A Leagues again, uh, from Paul Ladera, the chair of the APL, saying that. The Australian Professional League club chairs met today to reaffirm their support for the partnership with Destination New South Wales. As a result of the consensus achieved in this meeting, APO is committed to this new and significant partnership, blah, 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 and the resulting generation of important new funds for football, all of which will be invested into the growth of the game. So they're trying to sell it as growing growing funds for football uh, in Australia. I don't know if anyone's going to see any of that aside from New South Wales. Um, we believe in the potential for Australian football to close the gap on professional football in other parts of the world. Blah, 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 blah. It's all a bunch of shit. Immediate focus will be to work with partners to ensure accessible travel and accommodation for all travelling fans and to build a festival of finals football worthy of our game. Unreal. So um, for them to say that... Marketing babble, bro. That last bit especially is one where I'll be very keen to see what happens when, you know, if it's an Adelaide v Perth grand final and no one can afford to get there because the, you know, the like for the AFL grand final, when someone from interstate makes it, the flight... The prices for flights go up by ridiculous amounts, like a thousand percent. They're already uh, cooked. It's going Air to happen. travel's already cooked. It's going to happen. But they say here counts. that they're going to be they're going to ensure accessible travel and accommodation. That's all just marketing spill to try and make us think that this is okay. And then when the it time is. comes around, we'll forget that they said that. And then the kicker for me, the real kicker is right down the bottom of it. Um, apparently, they've reposted this, but without the chairman's names, but on the original post at the bottom, all the names of the chairmans, there's 11 on there. The only one missing is Del Pietro, who I believe was also on board and then just changed his mind when he saw the backlash from Victory fans because he Mm. wanted to keep his job as Melbourne Victory chairman instead. So he resigned from the APL board. Um, And yeah, the first name on there is our man Piet Adelaide United. So yeah, excellent. Leading the charge as always. Um, Obviously, through a media blackout on the Adelaide socials today because they have been. I haven't posted a thing. No. They haven't posted anything about anything. And for, you know, Craig Goodwin to that now viral tweet yesterday that went out, it's got yeah. 8,000 odd likes and retweets and whatever else. For, you know, no one to come out and support him in any way. Like that's this whole thing. When it first broke, I didn't think it would be. Uh, you know, just a day later, as huge as it is, when you've got you know fan groups organising uh, walkouts. Like if you see the Melbourne Derby on the weekend, both sets of supporters walk out on the twentieth minute. That is going to send such a huge message. Yeah. Um, well, so, and like so, we should, man. Like Danny Townsend, he went on um, uh, ABC Breakfast this morning, and just the the, the tripe that he was. Push, like peddling out, like um, that he wants to build tradition, and he's talking about this as like a kind of thing that it needs to be done, um, in order to innovate and like be unique. And it's like, bro, you are literally copying what the NRL does. Yeah, Super Netball. Like, yeah, this, this is not unique. What is if, unique? If you were interested we in, if you're interested in unique and tradition, you would, or in tradition, you would not have a final series. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's exactly right. No one's even talking about that. Traditional, traditionally speaking, because even as kids, we grew up. You didn't. You had a cup competition, but the league winners were the league winners from like whenever the league starts being cap tallied at under tens or whatever. That's how it's always been, and you know maybe we are going to get to a point now where football fans turn their back on the final series, which I wouldn't care about. Like I'm ambivalent towards it. If we're in it, okay, I'll get behind it. But the, the whole notion of them putting it in Sydney and trying to create a market piece event implies that neutral football fans are going to travel and go watch this thing. And they're just, they're not, they're just yeah. fucking not. Neutral fans aren't going to. No, new fans aren't going enough to. In it. We've even, we've seen grand finals with empty seats in home stadiums. Yeah, well, just last season, funnily enough. <laughs> let alone in like, yeah, let alone actually in a in a neutral state. Um, I'm just sorry, I'm getting stuff as as we're recording. I'm getting stuff sent to me from all over the place. <laughs> That's Darryl's, how live this conversation is. Daryl sent another one through the um, uh, Steve Horvat, who was the director of football at um, the Woo at yeah, the Western United. Western United. Um, Jason Sarasis is their chairman. His name was on this statement that was released but Horvat the director of football on on Twitter saying I repeat we were never consulted on the decision and we never agreed to have our name on this release end of story no way uh, yeah so this is this is an absolute circus playing yeah, out this, right now this is getting disgusting and to already have one you know um whatever you think of uh Di Pietro and the victory I think what he's done in response to uh, the, the not the backlash, just the concerns of the fans and how they feel. He's listened to them, he's heard them, and he's like, "Okay, I regret my decision. I'm going to work, you know, with you from here in." Now that's awesome. Yeah. Why? It was a pretty I poor judgment that, to begin with, but at least he's kind of rolled over on it. I suppose, but when you look at the representation of the APL, which is something everyone knows about now, you get five club representatives uh, that are supposed to speak on behalf of all the clubs, but. When they're all located on the Eastern Seaboard, two in Victor- two in Melbourne, two in Sydney, and Brisbane, the basket case that is Brisbane, we'll get onto that. Are they? I don't actually know who is on the APL board. They were the five. Yeah, it's Sydney, West Sydney, City Victory, Brisbane. They're the club representatives. How the fuck does that? When <sighs> a really great comparison I saw was if England was to move their FA Cup final to Syria it would still be less of a distance to travel than Perth to Sydney. Like, this is how ridiculous yeah. this whole thing is. Yeah, utterly utterly crazy. And just, I think, like you said, I think the key word there is betrayal, a bit of a betrayal there. And like you said, it's such a good time. Post <laughs> The feelings we all had coming out of the Socceroos World Cup performances. And then straight away, they're just like... um. You know, it's very much a one step forward, six steps backwards every time in this league. It is. It is. And you know what? The Socceroos, the live sites and stuff like that, that may have been the impetus to get this deal over the line as well. So we've maybe where to blame, Sam. Our passion, our commitment to this stupid, stupid football competition. Yeah. I've it's... seen a lot of tweets, people just lamenting the fact that they care and that they just they, they don't want to bother with this anymore. And yeah. It's, it's it's worrying. It's worrying for the league in general. I don't think the league was in the strongest position as it was. Um, things like this just no. You, we can't afford to be alienating any fans. So alienating fans from like 
every other poor, state. Poor fans. Poor I'm not fans. even sure I've seen any positivity about it from people in Sydney either. So, well, no, the fans are d- definitely running a different line to the clubs because Melbourne City have come out and said that they support it. Um, class traders. Sydney FC have come out and said they support it. Of course, they do. Class traders. Um, Lecky and Tilio were interviewed about it today and they were lamenting the fans walking out and saying that they want them there for 90 minutes. And it's like, that's some bullshit, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You play in front of no one. Go on. But fuck yes. <laughs> Honestly, it's at yeah. that point. It's at that point. And, you know, the the Red Army want to stage a walkout. I will probably step down from the top and go with them because, like, fuck this, man. Yeah, well, I think I'm still waiting to see what, comes out from Adelaide regarding this. I can't believe like we're at, I think I just said before, you know, it's, we're, we're late in the evening. This, yeah. this thing, we're late in the evening. This thing's been out now for a couple of days uh, or for a good 24 hours more. And we still haven't heard anything from Adelaide about it. And that's incredibly annoying to me. I, it's boiling my blood a bit. And because we're, we're paying members, you know, we go every year and we pay our money and part of that reward is if you, when you have a good season and you're you're going strong and you get the chance to make finals, you, there's always that sniff of a home grand final. How good was 2016 at Adelaide Oval? Like, oh my god! And to think that no one's going to get that chance, whether whether us or any other city, um, it's criminal. It just it made me laugh. It was enough to make Lucy Zellich. Admit that she likes South Australia <laughs> and not call it a shit hole again. She doesn't think it's a shit hole anymore because that's that's been the that's been the key theme is that five major cities in Australia have hosted grand finals over the period of the A League, and that's something that no other sport in this country can say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where where else do we take this. Um, I just yeah, I fear for <laughs> where we go with this, and it's it's gloomy. It's really it is, gloomy. It is gloomy. It's see, we were initially bad, and now just the the depression hits. The the, the betrayal. I would love to see a. I would love to see. Fans still attending the A League, and then, as a collective, as fans, we just celebrate amongst ourselves the team that finishes top, and nobody attends the finals in anywhere. It would be fantastic, and then say. I- Melbourne City finished top of the league. As fans, we all just go, okay. Melbourne, won. City, Melbourne City won it. Yeah, we're going to forget no about one, this. And then no concept. one goes to any of the finals and they all play in front of empty stadiums. In, no matter where it is, too. no matter what city it's in, you know? So I would, I would love that too. Yeah. I was I was going to settle for like all the fans chanting for 90 minutes every game, Danny Townsend, quit you bellend. But that sounds good too. I like that too. Yeah. All right, we'll move on from it. Um, not really in the mood for it now, but I guess <laughs> we do need to talk about Adelaide United's one-all draw with Brisbane because I guess none of this is the players' fault and we're still behind them. Um, a one-all draw away to Brisbane. Well, before you say anything, this game didn't initially put me in the mood. Uh, no. This, this was going to be a really drab red edition until the APL kicked up the stink that they have. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe, yeah. For our benefit. Um, yeah, one all draw away. Craig Goodwin pulled out late with illness. Um, Cavallo came in and started on the left wing. Mm-hmm. Alligate's got to start again <laughs> as a 10. We'll get to it. 
Um, <laughs> Is that where we should geez, start? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe we can start with Cavallo. Uh, okay. I don't, this guy Sam, needs a break. This could be harsh. Go on. But it is up there with one of the single worst Adelaide United performances I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I can't. No others come to mind immediately. I think um, Kavusevic coming off the bench against Victory and getting sent off. That Bro, that's pretty bad. Little slap. That was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, Levchenko, I think, turned in a couple of stinkers mm. in the uh, yeah, the winning yeah. cool and banter banter era. But, Definitely. Um, who was that left back we had under Rini? Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Not, not Rini. Was it not Rini Coolen? What's the other Dutch guy? We that had was Verbeek. 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 Yeah, the guy that asked to come and play for Adelaide. The the left back we had Maria. Yeah, that's was, it, Maria. Yeah, he was it. awful. Uh, but this, yeah, Cavallo, I like him, but he's gone massively he's, backwards. He's not a winger. He's when when have we decided to play him on the wing? He played when he came into the squad initially a few seasons ago. He was he was playing wide. He was playing central midfield. He was also playing out wide. He's played as a left back. Played as a left winger. Um, I I think I've said on here before is one of his issues is he hasn't locked down a position where yes. we can be like, all right, this is what he is, and so that's affecting him a bit. And it means we try him and we go, this guy's actually a decent player. He could maybe do a job for us here, but. I think that time is kind of running out and his time as an A-League footballer, footballer I hate to say it, is um, looking gloomy at the moment because he yes. has not been good all season. He's not endearing himself to people at the moment either. Like, there was a couple of uh, MPL-related messages floating through during this game. Um, I, he's, he's, I think he's a central midfielder. From you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't just from me, okay? I was forwarding a few things that I thought yeah, were particularly yeah. funny. I got nothing against Josh Cavalli. He's just he's not a winger. And when you've got Irin Kunda on the bench and the impact that he made in the game and for the team generally when he came on, it just it seems it's another baffling, baffling yeah. decision. He's a yeah. he's a central midfielder, I think. It was interesting, but it wasn't the only baffling decision because we had players on the park that made very baffling decisions as well. We've got Isaias with that on a yellow there. That just one of the dumbest things I've seen him. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen him do. Wait, hold up. How about the first time we ever saw him when he got sent off for kicking the ball away? I thought it was a little stiff on the first one and that, I thought. That's why I've let him okay. off the hook there. But he did get two yellows both for kicking the ball away in his first <laughs> high marsh appearance. <laughs> but this was dumber, I think. Um, one nil up, um, getting well, late I mean, the, in the game. The, the first yellow is not terrible. It's not terrible. Yeah, but being on the yellow and then going and doing that was just completely stupid. He knows it better. Yeah. And then Lopez as well. What's he doing dangling a leg in like that on Armiento, oh who's only looking to go that way and cut in? And um, we got, got Carloid, the most experienced defender maybe in this league, has just kicked out and given away a penalty. It kind of probably cost us three points there. Oh, it definitely cost us three points because, you know, despite Izzy's red card, we should still hang on in that position because Brisbane created fuck all. They, they are terrible. Yeah. This is, you know, I, I've always, always gone to every season, no matter what, with the intention of trying to win the league. And it was this game that kind of cemented the fact that, ah, shit, we're just, we're not going to be able to keep up with City this season if no, we're going to go not. away to Brisbane and not win this game. Yeah, now that we've just said no, we don't want anyone to celebrate the final series, we 
If we don't win That's the league, it's, hope. If we don't win the league, it's nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take nothing. I'll take nothing. If look, Ethan Aligich and Erin Kundu become first team regulars and perform each week, I think that would be a good season for us. Look, Lopez and Izzy aren't the only ones to blame, I guess. Um, Erin Kunda had a chance where he he oh, probably should score at yeah. one nil on the counter attack there, where he does excellent to get there and win the ball first mm. ahead of the defender, and then tears away and. Just takes a little two bit steps of, and he's 10 metres ahead. Bit of inexperience there, but you'd like to see him tuck that away. Obviously, that's 2-0. That's game over. Um, yep. But also, I want more again. I, th- I criticise him a lot, but is I think we're right to. It's going to be Benny. I, it is. In these tough grind games, he does not do enough for us still, I don't think, and it's disappointing. His movement is, it remains good, I think, in the forward areas. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, there was one really great reverse pass that Aligic played. Um, I think in his path, and nothing really eventuated from it. Yeah, he he did go missing in this fixture. We need didn't... more. Yeah, and with no Craig stats. either. We need more hard stats from Benny in these games. Like you know, like we need the assists. Yeah. We need goals from him. We need him to stand up and do that. He also had there was a patches passage there in about five minutes where. Um, he went to ground three times. I think the referee missed yes. one of them. He didn't call a foul one on the one clear. that I, I thought was a foul. Yeah. And then there were two others, which he gave us a foul for one of them, and I didn't think it was. And then there was another one the ref just let go. That's because Ben is just – it looks like he's almost falling over before he's even been touched. He's I've, he's always been like this. He's, for his size, for some reason, he – looks incredibly weak in 50-50 jewels and stuff. Um, it's it's definitely it, a case it really, of... It, I feel irrational about it. It really bugs me. It bugs it does. me so much. No, it does because he picks the wrong moments to do it. It's incredibly like Carlo, frustrating. Carlo Armiento, the child, 21 years old or whatever, 22, he picked the two most pivotal moments in order to go down because like the penalty is a penalty for sure, but he is anticipating the leg coming out. So if the leg never comes out, he's going to take a massive dive because he's already going down. And that, you know, I don't... Again, it's modern football, and I would much prefer Ben Halloran to be doing that shit after driving, after beating a player and driving into the box. Yeah. But he's just doing it, like you said, in these weak 50-50 challenges, like just beyond midfield. And you're like, bro, that's not doing anything yeah. to the team. You're going down. Especially when he is, he looks so dangerous when he's driving at defenders with the ball as well, when he does it. But he just so often, if he's, you see it every time. If I see the ball pop up and it's him going for it with a defender and it's like a 50-50 thing, I, he ne- he's never going to win it. I'd never back him to win it. Sure, it just goes in so weak. I don't really get it because the guy's tall, he's big and he's powerful. Like I said, he's powerful when he's running with the ball and he terrifies defenders. And he's one of our yeah. more experienced players as well. And I just want more from him in those situations. That's something people would have, if they listened to this show, they would have heard me say that a lot. But It is a running know, theme, isn't it? It has to be. In a in a game like this where we go away with a one-all draw in a game we should have won because, like you said, Brisbane were terrible and we created all the openings. Um, yeah, just, just a very disappointing end. Yeah, I'd hang the same kind of responsibility on Ibasuki now as well. He's been here long enough. We know he can score goals. He had two guilt edge opportunities and he should be scoring at least one of them. So, yeah, you know, it's almost at the point now where I'm expecting Ibu to score once every 1.5 games. Yeah. Like he should be scoring in this fixture. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I guess we can just, you could just chalk it down to 
I don't know. We've had there's been a long break and everyone's a bit rusty away from home in Brisbane. I don't know, but has been. I mean, you saw City lose, so I mean, we haven't lost yeah. any ground in that respect. But it's it always hurts more when the equalizer is late too. Yeah, I know. And just the manner in which you know you, Brisbane were against ten men and they score an equalizing penalty, and instead of like grabbing the ball and saying, "Hey, let's go win this game." They all went and celebrated the equalizer. And it's like, that summed up the game for me. They right celebrated there. it like crazy. It made me irrationally angry. It did. It really did. Oh, we should... Uh, George Blackwood scored. Brilliant. We did. I was going to get to that. Yep. Oh, were you good? I was hoping yeah, we were no, going to miss it. No, very good. Um, great header. Solid. It was a, it was a great header. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what we want. World I Cup George. He, he won the corner as well. Didn't he? He did, didn't he? Yeah, yes. he won the corner. So he's, good stuff, he's got, George. He's got good feet. And if you can feed him in dangerous areas, I think he did screw one up in this game as well. But if you give him a good opportunity, yeah, one out of four times, he'll take it. And I'm, I'm so glad that he did in this game. <laughs> one out of four times. Yeah. <laughs> the one out of four it. George rule. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought Alligich was good again. We might, we might as well just run through everyone. Alligich was good. Uh, yeah. Kiddo wasn't as forward as I would have hoped he would have been in this game. I think he was hurt a bit by Cavallo's performance too. Yes, that that Um, would have stung, definitely. Playing behind Craig Goodwin, I'd imagine, is much better than playing behind Mm -hmm. Josh Cavallo. It would be a vastly different experience, I think. Uh, Popovich was given best on ground and is so richly deserved. This kid is a star. Oh, bro, he, I, I, what's his ceiling? I don't know. He's going to be, he, he's a soccer route, definitely. It just depends where yep. he goes from here. He's going to play every game this season. He's going to tear it up. I, I just, I love watching him. He's hard on the challenge. His passing is good. Reads the game beautifully. Doesn't mind going in for an aerial duel. Yeah. He's got everything. Um, Nick Ansel got some minutes late. Love that. I, I do, I'm going to maintain that he is a better defender than Lockie Barr. I don't think Barr had a terrible game by any means. Don't think he had really that much to do either. He's, he's middle of the road, isn't he, Lockie Barr? He is. He he's great cover. Yeah. He's great cover. In a game like this, yes, Lockie yep. Barr can succeed. Um, but I, I do think Ansel's the better defender. And I wouldn't be surprised if Popovich Ansel was the way we go. Not sure what happened to Ben Wallen. This happens every week. A centre-back drops out and we don't really get the full detail of what's happened or how yeah, he's picked know. up it's an injury weird. randomly. Given the break as well i don't know what i admittedly i don't really go chasing up this sort of news to see mm. if there was something because you go on the Adelaide website and there's usually something that says so-and-so is not played because of blah 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 but i just don't go and do it <laughs> don't do my homework no nah, well why would you who like come on who cares i think the the biggest <laughs> the biggest story out of this game that's eventuated is um charlie austin is leaving brisbane rural did you catch this uh, I saw the headline, didn't bother clicking on it or reading it, but you've got this covered, don't you? I think he's going to Swindon <laughs> Town in League Two. That was and short-lived. I cannot be more delighted by the fact. <laughs> Another middle-of-the-road, old, overweight English forward. I don't know about Australia. overweight. Mate, I don't know he's, he's overweight. He's carrying. He's carrying. <laughs> when, you look at, when you look at Craig Goodwin... And you compare that to Charlie Oz, he's carrying. Okay. You've got one elite goat athlete, and then you've got this we've this Sunday league runabout. We've disagreed on this all season, but I think he's 
been one of the only dangerous looking guys for Brisbane this season. Maybe that dude, they've scored five goals in what is it now? Eight games, seven games. Yeah. Like, they suck. They straight up they suck. suck. They're terrible. On that note, they have some guys that extra suck. Like, who the hell is Tom Aldred? He sucks. It's and terrible. he just why does this guy run around like a meathead all the time? <laughs> he's kind what of was, built like a meathead. That thing, though. He, that thing with Allegage. He was like on the ground. He's like, nah, I've got to run into him and push him. Like, what was that all about? That was a, just a, it's it's what another a clown. He's, he's British, Sam. He's British. It's another me. <sighs> he just has to get up and be a tough guy. Like your team. No, he's sucks. a child. He's a child. Worried? He is a child. It, every, every time I watch a Brisbane game, he's acting like a child. Um, the other one was, I don't know who the hell this. Who the hell is Henry Hoare? <laughs> this dude came on. This dude came off the bench for if it, you're not in this Brisbane starting eleven, so you stink already. Oh, you and he comes on, MPL. and I was really it made me really salty. I was really salty they got that late equaliser mainly because I wanted to go to a one of the Brisbane pages and write something about Henry Hoare. I was that fired up about this little runt. He was like, he came on and he didn't do a single fucking thing. The only thing he did do was run over and try to razz up kiddo and laugh in his face. And he was grinning at him like a fucking absolute pickle. Mm. Uh, I don't know if pickles grin, but he was just <laughs> look. Oh man, I, I'm getting angry about it. But pickle whore. his team was one nil down and he was more interested in running over to stick up for Tom Aldred, who was, as we've discussed already, was being a flog. The instigator. The instigator. And Henry Hawes running over there acting like he's the funny guy and like that he's getting under the skin of the Adelaide opponents and stuff. I was like, no, mate, like stay in your lane. You're 1-0 down. Your team sucks and you suck. You and are then they get that. That's the main reason I was so salty with uh, not getting the win in the end because I really wanted Henry Hawes to lose this game. Fuck you, Henry Hawes. This is now going to be. You're on the you're on the NSF hit list now. Yeah, I've got personal on Henry Hall. There you go. You made the list. It's an elite list, though. You're on the list with Messi and um, Ronaldo. So that's pretty good. Well done, Henry. Tom Aldred, you're on the list. Idiot. Raw on the list. Queensland in general. Fuck this. Queensland is on the list. Yeah. Pauline Hanson voting dickheads. God. Exactly. CEO came out and said he didn't vote for this APL shit. His name's on the list, guys. I might have to cut that out. Some people might like Pauline Hanson. Oh, well. Anyway, do you have anything else on this game? Uh, Outside of Danzaki being the the worst finisher in this country. Um. Not really. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I don't know. Where do we go from here? Who have we got this yeah. week? We got Did Wellington we at twelve thirty Saturday afternoon. It's in. Uh, it's in Ooh. New Zealand, so it's a real early kickoff here, uh, which is I don't mind that a lunchtime Saturday kickoff. Lunchtime Saturday. Yeah. What, what are not we bad. Do so we can, uh, could have we could have high tea and put the A League on in the background. Yeah, maybe some cucumber sandwiches and then uh, mm, some scones. Yeah. And then we'll uh, get on the punt and drink beers. Um, and then we follow it up. We got a. We don't have a Boxing Day fixture, but we've got the twenty seventh of December, and it's a home game. Uh, we've only Finally. had two home games. I, oh I missed God. one of them because I was away. I missed the Melbourne Victory game. Um, we back it up with two home games in a row on the twenty seventh of December against Newcastle, and then the second of January against 
Perth, which is a Monday night, that one. So, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. Monday night kickoff. I don't Adelaide know. home fixtures. Here we come. I'm pumped. I can't wait for it. How about you? It's about bloody time. I tell you what. Uh, what's, what was the first one you said? The 27th. 27th, yeah. Oh, shit. I might miss this one. Um, oh, no. <laughs> outside of that. What was Saturday. the other one? The... Uh, so not a Saturday. A Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday might be tricky. Christmas. What was the other one? The second. Monday, the 2nd yeah, of January. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love this team, but I think I might be enforcing my own um, my own personal protest because of other commitments. You don't work Mondays? I don't, but I have tickets to a certain uh, festival that's going to be it's going to be happening on that day. Sounds um, terrible. We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be there and uh, yeah. we'll try and get some at the match content out. It'll just be me if you're not there. So I'll um I'll phone in. I'll phone in like a phone in. Ellis Ellis James style on the Guardian Pod. Yeah, right. All right. Cool. We'll wrap it there. Thanks for listening. Check it out on the socials. Keep following Spotify, Apple, wherever. Yes, we will be continuing the rage against the APL this week. So it's a good time to be on Twitter, I think. Yeah. Show Cooper some love by getting on social media and uh, liking all that stuff. Yeah, and s- send him your <laughs> socks. He told me he's he really enjoys he's he's got a he's got a foot thing. Just send him pairs of socks that you've worn. <laughs> Bye.